Welcome to Herbert Smith Freehills Construction Law Masters podcast series. I'm James Doe, partner and UK head of construction and infrastructure disputes in London. I recently met with Sir Rupert Jackson, a barrister, former Lord Justice of Appeal, and now international arbitrator, to talk to him about his experiences and thoughts on the construction industry. It was a lively and interesting discussion, covering a range of issues. The full interview is available on our website, or can be found on iTunes, Spotify and SoundCloud. Sir Rupert was kind enough to give us an hour of his time, and therefore our original podcast was quite lengthy. As a result, we've broken down the key parts of the podcast into some sound bites. In this soundbite, Sir Rupert gives his views on the industry's reaction to the triple point decision. Have you been surprised by the reaction of the construction industry in relation to any of your decisions? Yes. Uh, I have been surprised by the reaction of the construction industry to the triple point decision last year. This was a decision which I gave after retirement, uh, because from time to time, when the Court of Appeal is shorthanded, they bring back retired judges to help out, and they brought me back to help out with the triple point case. Uh, the issue, or one of the issues in that case, was uh, the question of recovering liquidated damages, liquidated and ascertained damages, against a contractor who never completes the work at all. Uh, I and my uh, fellow judges in the Court of Appeal looked at a large number of authorities uh, on this topic, stretching back to a House of Lords decision of about a century ago, and we could see that the authorities fell into two, into three categories. In some cases, the court said that the liquidated and ascertained damages for delay clause had no application whatsoever if the contractor never finished the work. Uh, it was simply a matter of general damages recoverable against the contractor for not building ever that which he was contractually bound to build. The second category of cases said that the employer can recover liquidated and ascertained damages up to the date when the building contract is terminated or the contractor leaves site, and thereafter will recover general damages for delay until such time as someone else has completed the building works. The third category of cases said, well, if the contractor never finishes the work, uh, liquidated damages under the LAD clause continue to run right up to the date when the replacement contractor finishes the work. Um, so there were these three different lines in the authorities. It seemed to my colleagues and myself that in large measure the different decisions were, were explicable by reference to the wording of the particular LAD clause uh, in the relevant cases. Uh, it seemed to us that on the wording of the clause in our case, it didn't have any application to a situation in which the contractor never finished at all. Now, that wasn't saying that, that therefore the employer can't get any damages for delay or non-completion. What it meant was that the employer's recovery of damages would be for general damages calculated by reference to the loss. Uh, we noted that the wording of the clause in our case was very similar 
to the wording of the LAD clause in the old House of Lords decision, where the House of Lords held that the clause has no application at all if the contractor doesn't complete the works. Uh, so uh, we felt bound by authority to interpret our clause in that way. But what I hope the judgment of the court does bring out is that the cases fall into these three categories. We had considerable reservations about Category 3. The difficulty of saying that liquidate and ascertain damages run on until someone else finishes the work is that it puts the assessment of damages into the hands of third parties over whose conduct the original wrongdoer has no control. The employer could hang around for months before employing a replacement contractor. The replacement contractor could agree generous and favorable terms to itself. Uh, and on the analysis in the third category of cases, that's all down to the original defaulting contractor. That didn't seem to us to be right. Uh, uh, I thought that most cases would fall into category one or category two. And the particular case before before me uh, in the uh, triple point case fell into category one. What has surprised me about the public reaction is really, or the profession's reaction is really twofold. First, there seems to be a belief that on the basis of triple point, if the LAD clause doesn't work, the employer doesn't get any damages at all. That's plainly wrong. The employer gets damages for uh, the contractor's failure ever to build what he contracted to build. And also, it's an arrangement which does make some sense. It is slightly odd to say, right, well, the contractor never put this edifice uh, up, never completed the work, say so he'll pay damages of X pounds a week up to such and such a date, and thereafter general damages between that date and the later date when somebody else completed the work. You're trying to add uh, oranges and apples in a way which doesn't fit very well. So uh, I don't see any conceptual problem about saying that general damages cover the, the whole of the loss. But ultimately, it depends upon the wording of the clause. Maybe that on the clause you have in front of you, uh, damages are partly liquidated and partly general, or it may be that they're all general. Anyway, I was surprised by the reaction. I thought that our decision was in accordance with the language of the clause, and it did no injustice. Also, our decision was academic in that case because the contractual cap imposed upon recovery shut out the employer for other reasons. But as so often, where a construction case raises a multiplicity of issues, the court has to deal with all the issues raised, and the operation of the clause was one of them. Well, I think we're all grateful, actually, for that particular aspect of the judgment, because I think um, uh, it was an issue. It's been an issue on a number of cases that I've been involved in, uh, um, and I'm sure other practitioners have, have had the same same issue. And to have some clarity on it was ex extremely helpful.